Welcome back to the couch. It's me, Jason. It's the Lisa over there. It's Don't Talk to Me Rudely. And uh, back on for the first time in about 10 months. And there's been a number of changes in life. Um, some of them we'll talk about. Some of them we won't talk about. Uh, the first one, obviously, though, is how things are going with this whole pandemic. The last time we talked was May, Lisa. Yeah, a few things have changed since then. In, in regards to the pandemic. Oh, well, and, and in regards to life around the house. For one, well, never mind. I was going back two years. Um, I was thinking Big Bang Theory was still on, but it's not. Uh, it, was, uh, it was not on Well, at that it is time. in our house. It's on all the time in our house. Well, not so much anymore. Then well, maybe they will start with that. Okay. The biggest change that we've seen in the house. This the... is honestly the saddest thing. What do you mean? What you're about to say, because I know what you're about to say. Yeah. What happened? What, what did we buy? We bought a stupid Xbox. We and by stupid, an I mean one. we're podcasting right now and I'm playing the Xbox. <laughs> that, exactly. 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 And that's what I'm getting at. Things change so fast. And, and, and why, did, why did we buy the Xbox? I don't know, Jason. Why did we buy the Xbox? Whose suggestion was it? Yeah, I know, but why did Who's, I buy no, it? No, no, no. Whose suggestion was it? It was mine. And why did you buy it? I don't know, Jason. Why did I buy it? You told me because you had a young man, a young boy who was getting to the age of maybe it was time for him to have an Xbox. Yes. And in true form, there was probably more than one reason. What was the other reason, Jason? Uh, you knew how much I missed having my PlayStation. No, that wasn't it. We're, I'm going to let you slide on this one, but eventually the truth will come out. So you're going to, you want everyone to know that I, I had spent money on, on <laughs> Spent <games>. money? <laughs> That's cute. Spent lots of money. Thanks. Well. Who backed into whose truck twice? Me. In 10 months? Me. You backed into my truck twice? That's right. Because you, you wouldn't pay attention? That's right. Okay. Just checking. How much did that cost us? Like 1000 bucks every time? Yeah. Well, this time, it's, yeah. It costs us about that. Nice. So, see, we both have faults, Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. As you can see, the tension is thick in the, or on the couch in the living room. Um, if you want to place your side bets now on how, how it turns out. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, so we bought this, uh, this Xbox One, right? Yes. What, what, do you remember what games came with it? Um, Madden 19. Which is what you're playing at the moment. That's right. And then there was a couple, like, shoot 'em up games. Yeah, that we don't play. Right. And then what was the one that Landon thought was the greatest? Well, it's Farming Simulator. It's Farming Simulator. And here's what you need to know about Farming Simulator is I've had to watch other people on YouTube play Farming Simulator with Landon. And it is insufferable to say the least. Yes. And they talk about it while they're doing They narrate what they're doing, which I think is why Landon feels he has to narrate everything he does. Okay. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Um, Anyways, so I thought, well, hell, if well, I'm going to have to watch it, I might as well have him do it him, his damn self. Yeah. And uh, so we get this. He he puts it in and starts to, to playing with it. And uh, Oh, wait. No, you missed setting it up because that was a big old ordeal. Why is that? I don't know where you were. Probably upstairs, but... Landon was, was it that no, no I you sure at that point I probably was still calling basketball. I don't know, but it was a Saturday morning. 
and oh. and Landon was like, "We you had picked it up on Friday afternoon and didn't set it up." Mm-hmm. And so, of course, that was the only thing Landon could utter out of his mouth for that whole night and the rest of the and, and early the next morning was Xbox when we get the Xbox set up. Mm-hmm. And if you know me at all, you know I have zero patience to start, and so hearing repetitive questions. I think I think if they didn't know that, they're starting it's to catch clear. on. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I thought, well, the heck. So I'll get it set up. And I've never heard this story. Oh, well, it's not even that good, but it was painful. Like, it's not just like you plug it in, you connect it to your TV, and you plug it into the wall, like... You know how like old school Nintendo is not no or like the even the the PlayStation Two we had you yeah plug no it TV you good no you have to you know connect to the internet you have to set up your username password all this online crap and which is fine like I'm capable of doing all that right um, but I was like well I wonder if I can just turn it on and do a, like a quick play scenario <clears throat> mm-hmm. Cliff's Notes no you cannot you can't. You Why can, not? I, I don't know, Okay, but that was not an option. All right. So it took us a while, and so every time I would go to try and start this game, it was like, no, it needs an update, and you need your um, Xbox account, which obviously we had none, right? Right, yeah. We've never had an Xbox here before. So the process of setting all that all up, and then it's like, oh, we're going to email you this, your PIN, and then you're going to get six more emails about it, it. It was a nightmare. It wasn't hard. It just whatever. Yeah. So but he it was, was frustrating. He was yeah. So Landon was straight up pissed. Just I mean, <laughs> he was just like the tears were flowing. I'm never going to play my Xbox. And I Are was, you serious? Oh yeah. And I lost it several times. I'm like, that's it. If you can't handle me setting up, like doing you a solid and setting up your damn Xbox for you. Then why on earth would I let you play it, for Christ's sakes? So this, I mean, it took probably, so at one point I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm going to wait for Jason to come down and he can finish this because I'm not dealing with it. So in the meantime, I'm like, why don't you guys go eat breakfast or whatever? And so Mopey Moperton moped on out to the kitchen and made himself some cereal or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so while he was out there, I was like, you know what, F it, I'll just try it again. And and I got it to work, and it was not that big of a deal. And I almost didn't even want to disclose that to him because really? I, was just, I was just pissed at him because he went from, like, super sob to he's the happiest kid that's ever lived, and it was just annoying, frankly. Well, it just it shows how kind of materialistic he was oh, about that. Oh, God, it was irritating. But, you know, I mean, as a parent, that's one of the things we have to – try to teach them about is like that's not that's not how we deal with things like that xbox is cool but at the end of the day it's just a box uh yeah it's a great box don't get me wrong like you know whatever um but yeah he he very much struggled with that and so we decide okay yeah we're gonna get so we get it and so he starts playing it and I want to say I had to get, I want to say I was out of the house that morning. No, you were not. I remember when you came down and oh. Landon was dorking around playing his farming sim and he had just started and you sat down and watched him for a little bit. And then it was like, okay, well, let, let me try. So you took the controller. No, no, it wasn't right away. It was, it was fairly soon and you didn't play for a long time. They're like, okay, whatever. And 
within the 10 minutes that you tried it, played it, you said this is the stupidest game I've ever played no less than 10 times. Yes. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I, I don't care. I've still never played it to this day. Right. So it, it was, I, that is correct. It's the stupidest game I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and uh, I, I can't understand how anybody would play it. So anyway, that night I went to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning after playing it for five hours. And um, mainly because I, I signed a contract to plow this field with this piddly little plow they give you. And uh, uh, it took forever, needless to say. But anyway, uh, so now Landon and I kind of share the, um, the uh, Xbox. He still says he owns the farm. And he says I'm his hired help. But he doesn't pay me a cent. Oh. And I'm the one making the decisions because when he does it, it's usually, hmm, what lights can I turn on now? So, like, prime example. And, Grant, it's a video game. It's a video game. But here's the thing. Like, I'll wake up in the morning. I'm teaching my kid. Uh, uh, really bad habits. Well, that, but, like, work ethics at times with a video game, for God's sakes. Because I'll come down in the morning before I go to school, and he gets up before me, and he'll have it turned on. He's playing. He's like, okay, listen, you have to have that field plowed and that field planted and everything fertilized before you go to school, okay? You have to do it. And don't forget to save. Then, of course, he forgets to save. I come home. He's like, Dad, I forgot to save. Are you kidding me? So then we got to go back and do it all over again. It's just like, ah, oh, son. Well, if I'm honest, I have no time for watching you or him just like screw around on a video game, which is sad in and of itself. I'm aware of this. When you say screw around, what do you mean? Because what you're doing right now is screwing around as well. No, no, no. I well, mean like, were, like I mean like within the game itself. But like you were like there was less than two minutes to go and you were running the score up. That's just screwing around. Right. The difference is this it's one isn't going to make you. me throw up. Oh. Oh. No. So last night he was sitting here playing and he was. Who's who's he? Landon. And he, he was playing farming sim again, and he decided that he was going to take the pickup that he has and drive it on the roads, all up, whatever. So next thing I know, he's driving, like, next to a ocean or, like, I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. I don't watch you guys. And he's trying to hit people that are walking by, and I lost it, mm. which is silly because do I honestly think he would ever do that? No, no. but it's the whole Grand Theft Auto mentality. And I hate that. And he was like, nothing even happens to him. They just kind of go through the vehicle. And I was like, that's, I don't care. Yeah, like, that's if not what happens. Yeah, in if real If you're life, not going to drive it right, play this game right, because there's a right way to play. Yeah, right. Then, to heck with you. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I've had the same thoughts. He's not done that. Like, that, Well, it turns out he was trying to, he was trying, he wasn't necessarily trying to hit people. Was he trying to pick up chicks? No, he was trying to, like, <laughs> take out, like, a food stand or something. I, I don't know. Oh, so he was trying to play the blues. Brothers. You know what? This is the more I speak about this, the more asinine it becomes. Yeah, I I get that, but it's still funny. Um, I I'm not gonna lie. I have gotten upset with him for the way he plays his game, plays the game too. Because like, you know, you got to go out and like plow the field or whatever. But he's more worried about turning on the safety lights and or switching from camera view to camera view to camera view to camera. Like Yeah, from in cab to out of cab. To and I remember that. saying on that first day, that first night, you guys were both playing together, and Landon was, I don't know what he was doing, but I was like, I can't watch this because I will throw up. Right. 
Yeah. And it's it's still that way, no matter who's playing and how nice they're playing. I just, ugh, no thank you. I can't do it. And I get that. I, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, and that he was, I was getting the same thing when, when he was playing. Um, but what, what's interesting is like, there was times where he's, he's out dorking around with all the little bells and whistles and toys and whatever stupid things you could have. And I'm like, you know, I, I, the first couple of days I'd chew his button. Like, no, you, you get that done, get it done. Right. Or then he'd go out and he'd buy something because there was money. He's like, well, I bought a loader. Like the the loader that would go on the front of a tractor. Right. It's like Landon, we don't have a tractor that fits on. Well, uh, it was but, John Deere. Exactly. You know, and it's like, dude, that it's just a waste. You know, and, and I'd I'd start to like get revved up on him, and then I'm like, it's a game. Yeah. Who cares? He's got. Well, it's not even who cares. It's. Oh, well, that was for me. Well, that's fine for you. Whatever. But like, it's not even the matter of. It, well, it's a game, but it's, it's a game so that. He's got to be able to enjoy and have, find some creativity with some of that stuff. Like, if it's not a game, then it's work. And that's not why people play the Xbox, to go to work. They do it, well, some do, but not, not us, obviously. And so I didn't want to ruin that part. And, and so I've, I've learned to just kind of, <laughs> nope, just, just don't say it. Walk away. Right. You know, and so usually if he's playing, I just, I won't stay in the room when he's playing. He loves watching me, though. Well, he likes watching me play Madden 19, and it has a thing like after every football play, it puts up a little graphic of who did what. And so I, I do a, a fantasy draft, so even if I'm going to be the Packers team, I drafted all my own players. So, so it might be, you know, stars from other teams. So anyway, all these graphics come up, and he's like, Who's that guy play for? Who's that guy play for? Who's that guy play for? Like, to the point where I'm like, okay, you, you – no. You don't get to watch me play anymore because I can't, I can't do this. And I have to say, and he, I think he does have an eidetic memory, and I know I do. But he remembers it. Right. And um, the th- Here's the thing, like. But the concept of, like, within this Madden game where, you know, you end of your season and now you're going to go draft players that are totally fictional. And you're right. The concept for him of totally fictional players mm-hmm. was just too much there for a little bit. He, he's definitely on board now, but right. that took him a hot second to figure out. Right. You know, that's the thing about Landon is like, he, he knows that you and I love sports and he also is not outstanding at sports at, at all. Really? And, uh, I mean, he's gotten better at, at playing some baseball stuff and, um, you know, he's given some different things a try, and I think he wants to try to give basketball more of a try. Um, he's done with soccer. A hundred percent. And I think that's because he was froze and didn't really understand what was going on. And I think it's also the one time he got popped in the face off of some, off of like a big kick. Yeah. You know, that caused pain. He didn't like that. And all of a sudden he, you know, so he doesn't, he doesn't want to run up in there anymore and, and get it, stick his nose in, in there. Um, so, I mean, here, I think he's finding a way for him. I, I don't know. I feel like he's trying to find a way to relate to us. Yeah, I, he's interested in sports. And a lot, a, right. some of that, too, is his friends at school, a lot of them are interested in sports. Not all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has to have a way to relate. Do I think the Xbox is good for his creativity or really anything for him? No, no I don't. And that's I've been very adamant that we're not going to have – 
gamer children. Not to say that gamer children aren't worthy of love, but no, right. But he's he's that's not gonna. We right. I mean, he plays it the least. I won't say the least of the three of us. He plays it the least. I think at this point. I mean, I went most of this week without playing. To be honest with you, but right. Um. And for me, it's still the newness of it. I will totally hang it up, I'm sure, sooner than later. Well, right. You know, but I mean, we've gone to the point where I don't know that we've really watched much of our own, like, Dish Network. Which is fine, because we're going to be getting rid of Dish Network. Right. Which will be a change and an adjustment, but I will, I will cope. Uh, yeah. So that's the thing. Uh, one of the last things we were talking about last year in March or May, whenever one of those last ones was, was how we were going to be getting fiber internet. And I said in that one, I was, like I said, I went back and listened to these. I said, by the end of the year, I'm going to get fiber, or I said, well, we should be on fiber internet through the city. And uh, it's a new year, and we're still not on fiber internet. Um, it's coming. They're working. They're back to working again. There are people in town who are hooked up. But unfortunately, our it's turn... It's not the roots. Yeah, it just hasn't happened quite quite quickly enough. And I, I don't know if... You know, it sounded like they were going to the places where the the most people in an area had signed up for it. Well, that would make sense. No, I, I, I know that. I'm not I, arguing with you. I'm um, agreeing. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe our, all of our neighbors didn't get on board with it. Maybe they did. I don't know. Well, I know our, our block, I believe, is all on board. But relative, I don't, I don't know. Right. Um, but I, I know they were down on the other end of the block earlier today, even, um, working on that. So hopefully we're looking at having... Uh, fi Super fast fiber internet. With really good upload, or really good download and really good upload speeds, as well as no data caps. Um, it's it's going to be a good situation here in New Hampton here pretty soon for those that get on it. Um, we're excited. And then it sounds like YouTube TV is the way to go, is what I've heard. I think so. I think that's. I mean, I think there's been a number of people that are kind of butthurt because their rates have gone up, which they always do. I mean, if you want to talk about rates going up, look no further than Dish Network. So. Or or MediaCom. Or or MediaCom, that is, whatever. No, I hear you. You know, but here here's the next thing though, like everybody is going to a streaming platform. Yes. Everybody, Netflix started. Obviously, Netflix revolutionized the industry. Um, because they went from, from, uh, you know. Yes, Riley, you can. What's going, where's she going? They're going to Riley Barron's house. Oh, okay. They'll go play some basketball over there probably. Yeah, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, they still come and interrupt us during the podcast, but they it's They come and interrupt used. us at any time, anywhere. Yeah. Um. They do not discriminate on their interrupting. Oh, she's oh, back, back again. What's up? What's up, Riley? Yes, yes. Yeah, go ahead, go. Go, go, go. Toodaloo. What was I talking about? Oh, Netflix. Um, obviously, we had Blockbuster. Netflix revolutionized it when they said, we'll mail it to you and there's no late fee. God, that seems like so long ago. I, I know. Mean, it was so long well, ago. Well, it was. I mean, we were, we were in college when that was starting. Yeah. Like, I, I had somebody suggest to me as part of my senior paper project to get a Netflix account. I'm like, I don't have a means to be able to pay for that. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I would have. And we got one. You got one. I got one when we moved down here at some point. And, uh, and then they threw in the streaming, and now 
how much is on stream. A ton of it's on streaming. You can still get discs. You can still pay. Really? Yeah, last I knew, you can still pay, but you got to pay extra for it. Oh, God. No. Like, not ridiculous. No, I like, know, but I just... But we were, and for a long time, we did it. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you may not have known it, but well, we were Well, no, getting... I did. It's just that I feel like it was usually stuff you wanted, and, and I don't, that wasn't an issue by any means. It just... Well, so here's the thing. Like, now it's always a big thing on what's going on, what's going on and what's coming off of yeah. Netflix this yeah. month. You know, so their, their library, their, their online library changes. Their, vert, their, their disc library, you could get pretty much anything. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, you know, so if if you wanted to watch the Avengers, you may not be able to get it on streaming, but you could put it in your queue and yeah. you could get the disc of it and have it sent to you. Yes, which is cool. Um, but whatever, that's we're not on that anymore because it was whatever five bucks, six bucks a month, whatever yeah. it was that we didn't need to spend because we weren't we weren't using it at all. No. Um, and so, but but. What is that, what it's caused, and I think this is what I think is interesting. So now everybody's got a streaming app. Mm-hmm. Everybody. And the problem is now where, and this is where I wonder what's going to happen, because right now, not now, in the past, when you paid for Dish Network, you got all these different channels, right? Yeah. You got Disney. You got, if you wanted it, well, mm-hmm. they put it on pretty much then. Um, you, you know, you got Discovery, you got, yeah. you could pay for HBO if you wanted to. Yeah. Now they've all got their own apps and everyone's getting off of these, these, uh, platforms. Yeah. But the problem is now everything's going to exclusive content. So Disney, if you want Disney stuff, you got to go to Disney. You have to get Disney plus. Yeah. And obviously they make a ton of money, but I'm curious to know what happens in the long game. You know, it works well now because Disney has had their stuff out for free on TV for years, right? Yeah. So now you want to get on demand. Okay, you got to buy Disney+. Plus. What happens if they don't put their stuff out on TV for free anymore? And somebody says, no, nah, I'm not buying Disney+. Plus Because that, that that's a ship that will run out eventually, I think. Well, I think so, but... You understand what I'm saying, though? I, I do understand what you're saying. But I don't, I mean, at this point, I think TV itself, the way you're, you're referring to it as in, you know, base, basic cable, whatever it is. Right. I think that's going to go extinct before that becomes a problem. And that may, that may be, so then what happens? So, that, so, that's, so I think it well, just becomes well, a league of who's partnering with who. Well, yeah, Probably. But here, here's the other thing that I'm looking at with this is one of the things that the reasons why people are loving this right now is because, oh, we've got Netflix for $12 a month and we've got YouTube TV for 45 bucks a month or whatever it is. Maybe it's more than that Yeah, now. I think it is. Um, so maybe it's 60 bucks a month. And, and so, cool, for 60, 70 bucks a month, I can watch movies for the most part whenever I want. I've got live TV yeah. That way, which is still less than what I'm paying for the dish. Yes. Because our dish is what, 100 and... It's like 120 bucks. Right. Which okay. is insane. Right. Especially because we don't watch it. I know. And, and and so what's interesting, and this is where I think it's interesting and where, where it's troubling. Okay, so I got Netflix. Well, gosh, I my kids love the Disney stuff and, you know, and we love the Mandalorian, which we don't. But, yeah. you know, if we did, 
And uh, there's a couple other things on Disney Plus that are available that I would enjoy. Can't get anywhere else. Oh, crap. Now we've got to look at a Disney Plus subscription. Well, what do they cost? Are they 15 bucks, 20 bucks a month? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You know, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, I've always really enjoyed what Disney put, or uh, Discovery puts out. Oh, now they've got the Discovery Plus app. And that's another 10 bucks a month. And, you know, uh, See, and, and I all don't... of a sudden, you, if you start subscribing to all these different streaming platforms or ESPN, if you want ESPN, uh, uh, like on demand or whatever right. their, their streaming is, that's, that's another add-on. And I get it to a certain extent. It's a user fee. You, you, pay, f- you pay for what you're, you're going to use. Right. But at the same time, um, you know, what if there's only one thing you wanted to watch? Like, it's been advertised in different places, but there's only one thing you really want to see. Does that mean i got to buy a subscription? Yes. You know, or what if I've got a broad array of what I want to watch? Do I have to get all of them? Pretty much. Yeah, and I think this has been brought up before, but, you know, maybe the next, I don't even know if platform is the right word, but... And maybe this exists already and I just am dumb, but more of an a la carte kind of feature where you can pick kind of in choose. So uh, like YouTube TV probably has the Discovery Channel and the History Channel and all that stuff, so you don't have to get the app. But I'm guessing what you're saying is eventually History or whoever is going to be like, hey, we should just do our own, right? Yeah, well, and, and the thing, yeah, yes. But the thing about it is, some of the stuff is being put out exclusively yep. on the apps. Yes, that's right. On the streaming platforms. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Netflix started doing that with movies. Uh, Manchester by the Sea was a movie. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, I there's Hulu ever... originals, there's Netflix originals, there's all. Right. Yeah. I mean, and so they've become, they've not only become the platform for viewing, they've become a production company as well. 100%. You know, and so... Um, you, you f- and how many how many things have you watched? Because let's face it, you are watching series from Netflix like every night. Yeah, I am. You know um, that you never would have seen if we didn't have a Netflix account. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. And actually, a lot of the, not a lot. Well, yeah, I would say a lot of the series I watch were actually in are not Netflix originals. I have watched plenty yeah. of Netflix originals. But no, I, I get that, but like Dead to Me is. Yes. Um, uh, what's the one? Love is it? Yeah. Well, that's that, an old one, but yeah. Yeah. You know. So, that, but that's the point that I'm trying to get at is like they're putting out original content, and they're they want a monop. So, if you're that company, you want a monopoly over over the streaming of that mm-hmm. because you can charge or draw customers, right? And so, I understand what you're talking about the a la carte thing. The problem is who is going to be willing to give up rights to their to their stuff to their library? Well, I you know. think that'll be kind of market driven too. I I mean, but my fear then becomes: all right, now it's just one conglomeration, and they're all working in in tandem or yeah. buying each other out, whatever the situation is, and all of a sudden the prices just continue to go up and up and up and up. Well, the price is going to continue to go up and up and well, up no matter right. what. Well, yeah. No, I get that. But that's what I'm getting at. Like, it's it's still capitalism, you know, at the end of the day. Do Whatever. we want to go down that rabbit hole? Yeah. I don't. No, I don't I'm not saying eliminate capitalism. That's not what I'm saying. Oh. It, that's not at all what I'm suggesting. Socialism is not the way to go. We've seen that doesn't work, you know. But 
capitalism, that's the side effect of capitalism is there's, when you get to the end of the road and there's only a couple left, that's called a monopoly and monopolies right, are not good. They're not usually in the interest of the consumers. Correct. Yeah. I get that. Right. And I'm not, like I said, I, I'm not, I'm not. All I know is I binged Bridgerton just like everyone else and I can't wait for season two. Well, okay. Whatever that was. I don't know what Bridgerton is. Shame on you. Well, Let's I'm sorry. On. Okay. Let's see. Um, we are Sans One Furry Friend. Yep. And I know you don't want to talk about I it really much. I really don't. And that's fine. But uh, the big fight has been whether or not we're going to get another dog. That started before Mo. Oh, that's been going on forever. Right. And I still stand firm in saying absolutely not. Um, it's been nice not having to worry about poop on the floor, stepping on poop on the floor when you walk down the stairs in the morning. It's been nice not, in, well, I won't even tell that story. Um, it's been nice not having to worry about puke in the bed. Yeah. That's it's true. been nice not having to worry about the fur nest that she would leave on my pillow that you encouraged. Okay, but I can counter that one. What? You get a non-shedder. Huh? You get a non-shedder. Yeah, but you don't get a non-shitter. Uh, that's true. Listen, I, I, on the floor. I am not... It's I will been, not argue those that there are definitely many conveniences and niceties about not having a pet. A hundred percent. Right. And I'm good with that. Let's we're gonna stick with that. And that's the fight that happens between the kids and I all the time. They love to pick that fight because they think they're gonna win. They're not gonna win, Lisa. Okay. We are not going to have another dog. Okay. You say that very much like you think I, that's not the case. I, I don't. I, I cannot predict the future, so I I'm just gonna shut up and wear beige. I think you're implying that the future, whatever. But anyway, uh, Mo got to the. Well, we had an experience. Mo uh, did kind of go on a a, a twenty four hour adventure. She did. That was unfortunate. It was. That was back in the summer. Uh, gosh, July. It was, no, it was in June. It was June. And it was, there was a number of really hot weeks, but it was one of those. Yes. And I was working from home. Uh, I was going to have to leave early that afternoon. We had a softball game in Wakan, and, uh, which is one of the longer trips we have. And um, your, the kids must have been up at your parents or something, but your dad came to drop them off at home around noon. Mm-hmm. And um, guessing when uh, they came in the back door that Mo snuck out, well, no one really noticed. Uh-huh. So, anyways, you guys all went to Wakan. You came to Wakan that night too, and yeah, I we... got I got home about ten thirty before you actually. Uh-huh. And um, it was garbage night. I'm like, okay, I'm working on getting the garbage, and you know, Mo's hearing had already been not great, so it wasn't unusual for her not to be you know, greasy sure, at the yeah. door. So, but, you know, I, I, I knew enough that to call for her right away. Well, she, uh, she didn't come and I'm like, shoot. And so I went upstairs and Riley's bedroom door was shut and I'm like, oh yep, yeah, I bet she's in here. Someone shut the door and she couldn't get out while well, she wasn't in there. I looked in the basement, which she never goes in the basement. Um, looked under my bed, just, Looked everywhere, 
and uh, she was not there. So pretty soon you guys got home, and I was like, Mo, Mo's gone, and it was kind of like, I said, I didn't let her out before I left. I said, did you? And she said, no, and so kind of came to the conclusion that that's, she must have gotten out when uh, the kids came home. So um, you, I got the kids to bed, and the kids were very much upset, as was I. Um, and so you went out on the town looking, mm-hmm. which it's dark. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but uh, weeks later I was talking to my friend who uh, one of her roommates is a sheriff's deputy. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and you're, you got called in. Oh, really? <laughs> you got called in. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so anyway, put it out on Facebook. Well, yeah. I called the sheriff's department and told them what was up. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. So I know you ran out to snap where they where they take lost dogs and stuff, and she wasn't out there. Anyways, I was on Facebook and put the stuff out about, you know, we're looking for a dog. And it turns out people had seen her earlier in the day, but, like, much earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. So who knows where she could have gone. And Mo was not a, a walker. If she's not, she's not in, a like, full-out sprint, um, but she's probably not going to come to a stranger either. Right. A very, very friendly, wouldn't hurt anyone, but just... She's very tentative. Right. So, anyways, I laid on the couch last night, or that night, was very upset. And I think, I don't know what, I don't know. We went we went out again sometime around midnight, probably. Well, what had happened is I'd gone out looking. And then when I got back, we were here. And it was, it was late, because I got back at 11. Yeah. And then you went out looking, and then I said, come back and pick me up. We'll both go and look. Yeah. And we looked until 2 in the morning, and then finally said, well, we're going to go. We're just, we're just, it's dark. Yeah. We don't even know where to start. Right. And so the next day we got up, and I, I had to go to Charles City um, for something. I don't remember what it was, but I had to go to Charles City. And I remember... I went to the bathroom uh, at the radio station. I was in the I was at the radio station. I was front something for that, but um, was in the bathroom uh, and just out of habit, grabbed my phone and flipped open Facebook. And the first thing I see is a picture of Mo from a Facebook friend of mine that says, "Anybody know whose dog this is?" Yep, that's mine. That's my dog. That's my dog. That yep, right there. That's my dog. And so I sent you a message. Right but, away saying, hey, here's where she is. Well, yeah, but what, I got a message before you even sent me that message from a friend I had on Facebook that tagged me in a post that said, hey, for the same post, obviously, mm-hmm. say, hey, is this your dog? And I'm like, yeah, it is. And she was about a mile out of town. So, I mean, she was a good probably two and a half miles from home. Every bit of it. Anyways, and I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, she, she, um, we started messaging on Facebook, and of course, I had the message from you. And I'm not this guy's friend on Facebook, so I didn't. Right. I mean, I kind of knew who he was, but that's small town living. Yeah. So we were messaging, and he's like, "Yeah, she's she stayed in our yard all last night. The kids tried to get closer to give her some water, and she wasn't having it. And she just, you know, she just stayed here. And I, she kind of hung out by the horses and stuff. And so she was she was out of sorts, and she was hot, I'm sure, and mm-hmm. parched. So I. Uh, loaded up the kids. We went out there, 
and she crossed the road right in front of me and he was basically he's got a really long driveway he was standing kind of on the shoulder and deep ditches and stuff and on one side uh opposite of his house was um some grain bins and stuff and there was a barbed wire fence and it was all mowed and stuff but it was it was that and on the other side it was long grass kind of where he was and He's like, yeah, I, I'm trying to get close to her, but she just won't. And, you know, her sight and her vision was not good at that point anyway. So I just stopped the car, and I got out, and um, she crossed the road and went under that barbed wire fence. And I'm like, are we really going to do this? And so, and, you know, she couldn't hear me probably. She could see me somewhat. And so finally I got down on all my hands and knees, and I was right by the barbed wire fence. And then she slowly came slinking over. I, I'm I'm sure it was a combination of she felt really guilty, which it wasn't her fault. Um, but eventually, I mean, she wouldn't even, I got her in the car and she was exhausted. I mean, she, but at the same time, she wouldn't even look at me. And I'm, I'm just like happy she's home, but she wouldn't even look at me. So we got her back in the house and she drank several gallons of water. Mm. And uh, I'm sure she was hot. So I gave and who knows what she had been in. And, uh, I mean, her, one of the hallmarks of her personality was getting into the garbage. So I can't even imagine what kind of garbage she had been in many times. So got her in the bath, and then she came into the office with me and slept the rest of the day. And her, her toes and her legs were very, very tired. I called the vet. I mean, she was having some, like, tremors. Mm-hmm. And uh, I called, uh, actually, my friend Ashley, who was uh, a vet, and sent her some videos. I'm like, do do I take her in? What do I do? And she said, no, those look like her muscles are really, really tired kind of tremors, not like anything neurological. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes when dogs eat stuff they shouldn't, garbage specifically, they can get, they can have neurological damage. And she said, no, that that's not what that would appear. So, so, so she... Thank you, Ashley. Yes. So she... Uh, she made a nice recovery, but I mean, she was fifteen-ish, sixteen-ish years old, and it was time. Yep, and so that's where it uh, yeah, in October, unfortunately, and we don't need to deal with that again. So, um, anyway, there's been plenty of other uh, world updates. Obviously, vaccination has finally happened. Um, both of us have have become vaccinated. Um, over the summer, I, I almost, uh, made a big change and, um, I, I almost got out of teaching over the summer. It just, uh, nature, nature, of the beast, but, uh, didn't happen. Um, and I'm glad I stuck with it. Uh, it's been an interesting year in the building as I've told many people, but it's been actually a really good year. Uh, I, I it was a year that I very much thought was going to be the toughest year of my career turned out to be one of the better years of my career. Um, so that's been good. Uh, how's the pandemic been in the building for you in, in uh, Trimark? Well, you know, I was out. I started not feeling good in, in March on like the 14th. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who remember, it was March 16th, which was a Sunday that mm-hmm. basically it blew up in Iowa where everything shut off. So um, I was like, you know, I texted my boss. I said, hey, if, I mean, if I'm fever-free for 24 hours, can I come back? Which would have been like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And he's like, hold on, I got to call you. 
okay. And and prior to that, we had already um, be, had a, uh, like the week before, started a travel ban mm-hmm. for our employees um, as far as like business trips. And then, um, then we had a, a visitor ban, which um, it wasn't a full visitor ban, for, but pretty much we no one was allowed. I mean, no salespeople were going to come calling and, and showing up at our facility, stuff like that. So anyways, um, my boss called and he's like, I can't let you to, you, I can't let you come back to work. Um, you're going to be out at least a week. I'm like, what? And he said, yeah. He said, with all the stuff that's come out, basically you're going to have to quarantine. I said, well. Because you had been sick? Yeah. He said, just, just to be safe. I'm oh. like, okay, that's fine. I mean, whatever. Right. Um, it was 100% paid at that time um, through our one of our. Oh, you didn't have to work, though. I didn't. Okay. I mean, just for that week. But right. um, with our, basically our disability insurance company paid for that. We usually have a wait, we, uh, like a week waiting period. Mm-hmm. They waive that. So anyway, it was 100% paid, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so I was having issues. Like I I'd had a fever and it wasn't a high fever by any means. Oh, it's like 99.1. We actually talked about this on one of the podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So, um, which, which was fine, but, and, and who knows, but I remember laying in bed that week and just every once in a while I'd have to go, just take a really big breath. I just felt like I wasn't getting enough air. Mm-hmm. It was probably a combination of some sort of respiratory something and anxiety, but yeah. I don't, I don't, who knows? Um, that was also the time though, that even if I did have COVID, I wouldn't have been able to get tested anyway. Cause I didn't have the test. You try, well, you tried to, well, I didn't necessarily you, try to, but I was like, you talked about it. I said, if it is, well, yeah, so I the first time I went to the doctor, he's like, listen, you are not, you don't fit the criteria to get tested. And he said, even if you did, we don't have the tests. Right. He said, I would imagine the next couple of weeks, and it was actually much longer than a couple of weeks yeah. before they had a satisfactory number of, of tests. But Correct. I said, that's fine. I said, I'll go home and not go anywhere. I have no problem doing that. I said, my family's home to take care of me so to speak or mm-hmm. suffer with me or right. make me suffer I don't know and so that was fine so anyway after this conversation with my boss a couple days went by and he's he I, I think that's how it went but he um called again and said hey um I think for the safety of everyone we're just gonna have you work at home he said lots of people are doing it um I said that's fine I just I need a computer so I can run a VPN at home. He said, oh, okay. So he got that set up for me, and it was, I mean, Trimark is a lot of things, but it, it, was, <laughs> it was not prepared to give devices to everyone working at home, and I get that. Probably most people weren't. Right. Um, so anyway, I set up shop in our little office and um, worked from home, had everything I really needed. I would go in on Sundays to catch up on stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it was probably two weeks later where I was still feeling like I was trying to catch my breath. And I went back to the doctor and um, he's like, well, I mean, I can put you on a on a steroid, so to speak. And I'm like, okay. So I took that for a couple of days and I did some more research about it. And it's like, well, it basically suppresses your immune system. I'm like, you know what? That's probably not what I need at this point. So 
I stopped taking that. I don't feel like it was helping me, but I only took it for a couple of days anyway. So after that, um, we were home. You know, the kids were home with us, and it became a workplace, became park and rec. It became basically everything. So I, and I think we touched on most of this back in May, so I won't, yeah. I won't go there. But so how, how that's transpired into today where I work. When did you go back to, to the office? I went back to the office in July. So I was coaching this summer, um, which baseball and softball were the first basically sports to resume. In I- Iowa, baseball and softball, high school, first in the nation. Yes. Which we don't like to talk about first in the nation because, you know, the last time we had a first in the nation, the county didn't go so hot, but whatever. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. So I, uh, that was part of me working at home is I, I could have gone back sooner, but I was like, you know what? I'm around these kids every day. Who knows what they're exposed to? Um, I'm sure they're not probably, most of them aren't necessarily as concerned about it as adults or some adults, mm-hmm. or some people, frankly. So I was like, I think this is just the best move for me to stay home until that's over, so I'm not potentially bringing any more into this building than I need to do. Right. So I went back in July, and I've been there ever since. Um, it really blew up in Chickasaw County in November. Mm-hmm. It, like, really blew up. It was mm-hmm. getting ugly. Um, we had work-from-home mandates for office people. Um, I didn't they were out of computers once I turned mine back in, once I went back in July. Um, so technically I should have been working from home, but didn't have the infrastructure. I since just bought a cheap little laptop to use in that event anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it really got out of whack. So um, fortunately the, I work in a fairly small department anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my crew is mainly out in other areas of the plant and we don't necessarily come in contact anyway. So I never felt not safe there. Um, but just some of the personalities I work with, I would say I would I would um, trust no one, which <laughs> um, probably proved to be true. Right. So our department so far has we've had we've had some cases. I think we've had one two for sure um, in a in a small group, which seems significant to me um thankfully no one has gotten super duper sick um but they have um i wouldn't say the people that got it were deniers by any means well one of them was um but very very open about you know this mask wearing is is crap or um but for the most part they were respectful about it so that is what it is. Just thankful that nothing terrible happened. But yeah. Um, so what what our work like work life can looks like today is masks are required all the time. Um, if you have your own personal office, you don't have to have your mask on in your office. If someone comes in, which is um, discouraged, then masks have to be worn. Um, and what we found, we had a big blow up at Trimark in. Um, December, November, December, basically when everyone else was too. Mm-hmm. And what 
what was happening is we have some folks that work in cubicles and probably weren't wearing rear masks. I mean, they are, they're at least six foot apart, but it's still a fairly small shared space. And so it was, it was spreading in those groups. Mm -hmm. So that was the, the thinking behind the work from home mandate for office folks. We really haven't seen as much of an impact with the folks that are working on the production floors, which is, which is good, especially because our business is bananas right now. So we need all hands on deck for that. It's, but it's been good to see our, you know, that that economy, that supply and demand chain come back. It's wild. I mean, we we do have some supply issues. I, I right. would challenge you to find someone who doesn't at this point. No, but I mean, like, it, it what it goes to show is that like, if you want to get back in your markets that existed, yeah. they are there. Yeah, which yeah. is good. Yeah, um, you know, and when you look at what we did, obviously, we I was on the team that set things up for the school um yeah we went back face to face you know and I, I don't know where everyone's listening to this a lot of people know us some don't um it you know when we went back face to face i was nervous i'm like dude what are we doing yeah um but you know i'm in a new building which meant that we've got six we had the space to spread out um but the first case of COVID 19 to come into our building was out of my homeroom yeah and that was not a fun day. And I just remember thinking, oh, boy, here we go. And I've got some risk factors. Um, we both know that. Um, you know, no cancer or anything like that. But I'm, I'm overweight. Um, and so I was nervous about it. And, but, you know, the kids, you know, everyone said, and this is the thing. Everybody thinks they know before something happens what's going to happen. And they don't. And this is the same reason why I got so upset with the Washington D.C. trip. Is everyone think they thinks they knows what thinks they know what's going to happen and what they got to worry about? And they they don't know because they've never experienced it, so they don't really know. Yeah. And so the assumption always was when we go back into the building, the, oh, the kids are just never going to wear their masks. No, you want to know who the best people are about wearing masks? <laughs> the, the kids. <laughs> you want to know who's not? A lot. Some of the adults, not all of them, but some of the adults. Oh yeah. You know. Um, I can think of a few of them in particular. You want to know what drives me more nuts than anything? Seeing those noses stick out the yeah, top. Yeah, just come on, man. Uh, it's just like, seriously, I know it's uncomfortable. Just do it. But honestly, mask, I mean, you think of an industry that probably went boom, geez louise, but mm -hmm. uh, anymore, they make good masks and ones that fit better and don't right. slide off your face when you, I mean, there's so many options out there. There really is no reason for an excuse in my opinion. Right. Now I do understand they fog the glasses up because I had sunglasses on last night when I went to work on a, a soccer game for the radio station. Yeah. And yes, it does fog your glasses. up. Well, that, that is one thing I have to say about Trimark and, and I have an office, so I'm not on the floor all the time, but uh, safety glasses are required on a production floor. And so that is, I mean, I get it why people are frustrated with that because mm -hmm. it's like, oh my God. And, and I know my crew especially is that sometimes they have to work closer together and they're in, mm -hmm. they have to wear a mask and then they can't see and not to mention the kind of dangerous equipment they're working with. Um, so I, I get all of that. Um, I yeah. guess, uh, you know, we have a, a debate and I share an office with my boss and we get along great. Um, but basically starkly different viewpoints and opinions on almost everything outside of work, truly. Right. Yeah. Um, thankfully, it's very respectful. Thank God. That's what we need more well, of. Well, yeah. I mean, it's respectful face-to-face. -face. I'm sure he goes home and she, he's like, this 
batshit crazy person that works for me. And maybe not. And because I know I've come home and been like, what on earth? And, but I would never say anything to anyone's, I mean, the bottom line is everyone's got an opinion about everything and none of us really know. Like we're all just winging it and we're trying to do the best we can. And so everyone's opinion on how to do the best they can is different also. It's, it's just a mess. Um, I think that's my biggest frustration with the pandemic. Just the general national response has been, it has felt anyway, so disjointed. Um, so I've having employees that have, I've had to send home because they've been exposed or whatever, all the different protocols and how they're coming back to work and, and different health facility facilities doing different things. And I just, it's, it's too much. I'm not saying anyone's doing anything wrong, but the fact that it's a different way on a different day is incredibly frustrating. Well, and I think some of that is states reactions have been different. Yes. Iowa did not get hit hard in the first wave. So everything went ballistic. Like we all, the, the entire country says, holy cow, this is serious. We got to do something with this. And there's a certain amount of panic and people say, oh my gosh, you know, and you knew it was going to happen. For the first week, people would do it. First two days, people were like, okay, yep, we got to stay home. First week, okay, this is annoying. The second week, people are like, this is old. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm not going to do this. And after that, People, as soon as they can, don't want to do it anymore. So they say, nope, we're done. We're done with it. Yeah. Um, and no one's going to tell me what to do. And it's the anti-authoritarian attitude that exists in in this country. Yeah. Because, I have rights. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I have rights to live too. That's correct. Yes. Um, you know, and, and, and I don't want to... It's not that there's bad people. It's just... Every, we have gotten to the point where everyone thinks that their opinion is the right opinion and nobody else should be able to tell me how to think or what to think. And I, what I'm, you know, if, if what I say is what I believe, then it's right. Well, what you believe may not be accurate. <laughs> well, yes, right there. It's you like know, if, if you're going to Facebook threads to find information, you're going to get bad information. Right. Because it's not sourced and it's not vetted. Um, and well, it's, I mean, even, opinion. yeah, I mean, even cable news programs, I'm like, this is not, No, these are, these are opinions. These aren't facts. And it's becoming propaganda. It's insane. But anyway, uh, we can, uh, let's not. That's a there. rabbit hole. Yeah. Let's, yeah, that's, let's a, that's a big rabbit hole. Um, but I mean, we've made it work in the build, in our building and buildings, I should say. Yeah. Um, you know, I've never at any point felt the first, the, the first couple of days, it's like, okay, how's this going to go, you know? Um, and after that, I mean, within a week, it was, I don't want to say business as usual because there was procedure changes that were different that were not business as usual, but it's been business as usual as far as teaching, like doing the job of teaching kids, Yeah. you know? And we found ways to work with things like I, you know, we, there are certain things we know we can't do. You know, we know that we can't, we are starting to move them around and rotate the classrooms again uh, instead of just having the teachers go to the different classrooms, right. but like we're not intermixing kids. Right. So we're still keeping them in those pods. So like if something happens, you're not knocking out an entire class. Yeah. 
or, or, or an entire grade, I should say. So, like, if something, if the worst situation happened and everybody got exposed, you've only knocked out, you know, um, you've only knocked out 20-some kids instead of 75. Um, and, of course, now vaccines have come out. And um, you and I have both had the opportunity to get vaccinated, yep. fully vaccinated. Yep. Uh, two doses of Moderna. Um, and hopefully that that is a, a vaccine that will last long enough to help really get things under control. Yep. You know, um, if I got to go back and get hit again with it, whatever, so be it. Um, but, uh, you know, I got mine with first responders. You got yours through the school yep. as a coach. Um, and so, I mean, we're starting to see some of that stuff ha- uh, come back around, but it's going to be interesting. I still don't think we're out of the woods, but we're getting closer. We are getting closer, and I, I think the challenge is, and now that the vaccine supply is growing, thank goodness, mm-hmm. how quickly we can get these administered is is going to be a big deal. But also, how many people are going to do so? Right. Um, you know, I've been, at one time, before before I knew that I was going to get a my vaccine through the school, um, the uh, our manufacturing Trimark was in the manufacturing tier and it was like, Oh, we're going to be, you know, on the second phase, but towards the top of that list, which was like, wow, well, they're just now starting to get vaccinated. And frankly, so is everyone else. So, right. Okay. But, um, so through that process, it was kind of like, because I do have some direct reports, you know, I have to give them this information and, um, we had to get, Basically, people signed up for vaccines, so when the, the supply became available, we could hit the go button and we were ready. Mm-hmm. And for me, as a vaccine supporter, it was discouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know what the final tally was, but it's somewhere around sixty percent chose to get sign up for the vaccine and forty percent don't. Um, what's interesting to me is that. I, you know what, if you don't want to get this vaccine, that's fine. That's up to you. Um, but then you also don't get to complain about having extra safety protocols going on longer. Like, this is your option to get out of that. Right. Um, you know, if it's a health reason or whatever, then that's fine. But that's, what, that's, that's the point of herd immunity, right, is mm-hmm. to get as many people vaccinated as you can. Um, no, my biggest, my biggest issue, and, and I had some conversations at work re- regarding that from people who, you know, were not signing up for the vaccine. And um, it was basically bad information. And it wasn't just, um, hey, I've got some health. It, it was none of that. It mm-hmm. was normally healthy people um, just being like, well, what if it causes cancer kind of a thing. Right, and yeah. I'm like, What? Um, and it's just clearly that people that, again, listen to propaganda if or that kind of stuff. Conspiracy theories are a huge thing these days. People love to believe them. <sighs> and it's because we've the situation has become in this country that you can't, we're almost to the point where you can't believe anything. Or at least there's people that want to believe that you can't believe anything. That's right. And, and so unless, it's in, unless I can see it and touch it, I'm not going to believe it. Or I or if I want to believe it, then I'll believe it. 
yeah, I just, to me, that just, pick your battles. I mean, that it gets, a, how tiresome would it be if you have to question literally everything? Do I think there's not some dark stuff going on out there? Not necessarily about this. Sure, of course I do, but mm-hmm. uh, why would you want to, that to consume your life? I mean, oh my God, it just, it, it makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to, well, that's, that's You're going to spend your days trying to disprove something, and that, then what? That's what QAnon is. Oh, that's God. literally what QAnon is. I mean, there's a guy who was a QAnon believer that went to a, a place called Cosmic Pizza in, Washington, in one of the Washington, D.C. neighborhoods. In fact, uh, I've got a number of people in the Ford's Theater uh, oratory group I'm in that they live right next to it and know the place. Yeah. Um, still go there. They said it's a great place. It's their favorite pizza place. Yeah. Um, and this guy went there um, under the assumption that these people that QAnon believe are ex- these pedophiles that, that QAnon believes exist um, were holding children in the basement there. And as it turned out, not only were they not there, I, I don't believe it even has a basement. <laughs> now, so that I can't was, confirm that. So that but, was False. Okay. Right. You know, and obviously the guy got in trouble, and I mean, he showed up with an assault rifle to to bust these kids out, and it wasn't pretty. It wasn't good. You know, and and that's the thing is like when you start to believe in this stuff, it becomes then, all consuming. Right. And then not only do you believe in it, not only do you buy into it, you do nothing to go out and like check on it. You know, and that's the thing. Like if you hear something that is wild and farcical then maybe you might just want to pump the brakes before we just assume that it's legit. So that's a conversation I've had at work with some folks that... Hold on. Okay. The ambulance is going out. We're good. Uh, just so, check. like I was saying, that's the conversation I've had with several people at work we'll be having a a friendly conversation about these types of things and they'll preface the next thing they say with, I mean, this is going to sound ridiculous. And so before they they even say the next thing and I'm like... Yeah, it is ridiculous. If you think it sounds ridiculous, it's probably because it is. Right. And maybe you should take a second to reflect on, maybe I shouldn't say that out loud or Mm -hmm. maybe just should just check myself a little bit there. Snopes.com, factchecker.com are people's friends. Because what happens is like there's the stuff that's farcical and just like ridiculous yeah. sounding, and it is wrong. It's just yes. not true. Yeah. And they'll, they, they'll prove it. They'll show you. They'll, they do the research. And then there's stuff where it's like, well, no, what they said didn't happen, but here's where it comes from. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it was taken out of context, so here it is. Or it's over-exaggerated. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is, like, every one of these political commercials, and thank God we haven't had to watch that for a while. Oh, God. But every time you see a political commercial, it is propaganda. It is taking some small aspect out of context and blowing it up yeah. to make you believe that somebody's bad. Yes. And that's the problem is that they think it's something, like, we've gotten to this, this idea that it's all or nothing. Yes. It's either all Republican, all Democrat, all right, all left, all Packers. Well, there is no other, you know. Yeah, no, that one's true. That one's true. Um, but, you know, there, you know, there can't be anything good about anybody. And if I am a Democrat, I can't like anything that a Republican does. 
And if I'm a Republican, there's nothing I can like that a Democrat does. And that's not true. That's not how it works. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, a lot of the ideologies are still pretty darn similar. They are so, yeah, it's and a I, fine line. Right. And I don't even mean like, well, you're talking about, you know, that, that, that's whimsical. That's, that's uh, cliche. Yeah, okay, maybe. But at the end of the day, we still all kind of want the same things. We want cheap gas. We want to be able to eat. And gosh darn it, we want to be able to have Big Bang Three reruns. That's the big thing. Three. Yeah. You know, or something like that. You know, but yes. I mean, we're not that far off from each other. And the fact of the matter is, you can have pieces from this side and pieces from that side that are right. And you know what? There can be things that I don't agree with that we have to do because you know what? it may be the best way ultimately to, to do it. Right. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. But it may be the best way to, to go forward now. Yeah. And we can't, we don't have people that, you know, and, and people don't want to give up on that. Like, we have people in Congress right now. Um, I won't talk about anybody from Kentucky uh, in the Senate. Or uh, Georgia from or the Georgia. House. Right. That, that are basically saying, nope, nope, you know, unless you're going to do it all our way, we're, we're going to be obstructionists. That doesn't get us any farther forward. Well, yeah, that's just, I mean, this, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and we have way too many squeaky wheels that are just squeaking for the sake of squeaking. Right. You know what I mean? And the problem is it's swinging the pendulum back and forth so fast, nothing's getting done. Like, there is no, there's nothing. Right. You know, and, and, and what's unfortunate is you see and you hear about how the... Uh, Senators and, and representatives from across the aisle know each other, and they go out for dinner with each other, and they laugh and whatnot. Right. But as soon as they walk but in we, those doors... Yeah, but we, we never see that or hear that yeah. because all they're worried about Are is sound bites? Sound bites and what are the people, you know, voters. Who's yeah. going to vote for me if I'm, if I'm agreeing with uh, somebody across the aisle? I yeah. can't do that. Yeah. You know, and we finally saw some people break ranks here over the last couple months of... Like January 6th, starting then? Well, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. Obviously, we're talking about the insurrection at the Capitol building. Um, today, uh, an officer was killed at the Capitol. As uh, somebody rammed the fence. Um, you know, two years ago at this time, I was in Washington, D.C. And it's the last Washington, D.C. trip I'll take as a, a chaperone at this, at the, as of right now. Like, right. I'm no longer the lead chaperone. Your good friend, Jen has taken over for me. And it's funny because in the episode she said, yeah, if you ever are short of chaperone and need one, you can, uh, I'll go with you. Yeah, well, now she's, she's got it all. Yep. She's got it Here all. Here you go. Yeah, Have it's, your, it's yours now, Jen. <laughs> and it's been funny cause, because uh, there's been a few times where she's called me with questions and she goes, you got to just be laughing and giggling right now. I said, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah I absolutely like am. like the smartest person in the world right now. You know, and people have, I, I've had to answer the question a lot, why? You know, why did I get out of it? Because, not to float my own boat, but I've been, uh, there's a lot of people who, who really felt like the way I did it and, and the way that Tom, you know, and not that Jen's doing it any differently, but like change, you know. Right. Change. People fear change. You know, um, and like, well, why'd you get out of it, you know? Um, you know, we were looking forward to having you for, or, you know, and kids, I've gotten that a lot of, so we'll see what happens. I've, I've got one class that is begging me to go as a, like, as a non-lead. Yeah. 
I said, well, we'll see. I'm not going to promise anything. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it came down to stress. Yeah. With, I mean, you, you watched it. Yeah, I did. And, you know, that's kind of the thing I've come to many times over the course of my life is, you know, enhanced stature comes with enhanced scrutiny and enhanced responsibility. And not all things are worth that. Right. And it's, it's, it's not that I, you know. The, I'm not the, saying you can't handle it. No, I know, because I, my stature has risen as far as. You are a superstar. No, I'm not a superstar. Shining but I, bright like a diamond. Whatever. I'm trying to see if there's any more song lyrics I can get in there. Yeah, I know. But it's not even that. Um, I mean, obviously I'm on the radio, so people know who I am. I, mean, I teach. Everybody knows the teachers, you know. Oh, by the way, I had a gentleman stop in that. We, you've probably never met personally, but he said, oh, it's Jason's birthday on Sunday. And I said, what? And he huh? said, yeah. And I said, why, yes, it is. He said, oh, it was on the radio this morning. Like this morning? Yes. I was wondering if it was. And I was like. That answers that question. Oh. He's like, well. I said, well, I don't know who put that on, but I can tell you it wasn't me. Oh, I know who it was. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I had a number of guesses, but. Well, it's just anyway. they've got a list. It, yeah. So Bob said something. Anyways, the guy, I mean, do you know Cubby? Probably not. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> he, he knows you. So, which granted his kids probably had you in class. But What's the last name? Schmidt. Oh, I probably know the kids. Yeah, I'm sure you do. So, Maybe you even have them in class right now. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, you know, but it got, there's a lot of factors. Like, the stress from parents that would not treat you as a human being when they were mad about something. Which is all the time. Right. And, 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 and you know, I'm not the only... This is why I know I, and I told Matt Manson, I got a new principal out of the whole thing, too. Not because of that. He would, Matt moved up because we... Our high school principal left, so they restructured things, so now I've got Brad Schmidt. Brad, right. great, great principal. First-year principal, so... Working through some things, obviously, but he's doing a great job, and he's been, you know, he, he used to coach, we used to coach together, so it's not like I didn't know him. Right. Um, but anyway, it's been, I, I, I told, I told Matt last year, I said, this is why I know I'm not cut out to be a principal, an administrator. I don't want to do it. Like, yeah. I don't want to deal with this. But oh. the stress of it would get to you because you'd have a parent second guess. You know, you, coaching-wise, you dealt with something. Oh, yeah. You know, but then... Um, you know, and the company that we travel with is great, um, but there's some things where they're like, well, can you do this for us? Like, yeah, that's fine. But then you think to yourself, wait a minute. You, yeah, this you, is yours. You, you yeah. collect the money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I mean, they're great. Don't get me wrong. I would go with nobody else, and I will recommend anybody else who wants to do group travel go with this company. If you're doing group travel, contact me so that I can get you set up so I get credit for it um, that I sent you Referrals. to Referrals. Yes, I, I get credit for referrals. referrals. Um, and, and again, I may go back to leading it again someday, but the biggest thing was I would sit there and think, what happens if? What happens if? And the biggest one was, what happens if something happens like, and we had good kids. Like, we didn't have issues. Like I said, my, parent, my, my issues were rarely with the kids. It was usually with the parents. But what happens if the kid, you know, one, all it takes is one kid doing mm -hmm. something stupid. Which... And, Happens on the regular. Well, it does, but I mean... In an unfamiliar surrounding, et cetera, well, et cetera. In an in unfamiliar surroundings, they're usually actually more predictable because they're nervous. They're scared, yeah. At, at, in eighth grade. Yeah. Um, but all it takes is one that decides to go out and, you know, God forbid, two of them snuck off 
and decided to have a little bit of boyfriend, girlfriend time, you know, and all of a sudden someone's pregnant and, and a parent says, my God, you know, right. this is your fault. What happens then? Like, do we get sued? Right. And if we do. It's not affiliated with the school. Right. It's not school sponsored. And is, you know, the, the Lions Club is sponsoring it technically. Um, but, you know, who's who's on the hook for all this? Right. And I finally said, I, no, I'm, I'm not going to. I don't want to have that weighing over me anymore. I don't want to have... Yeah, it's a lot. And it's more the fact of, like, I can... To a certain extent, I can deal with that. But, like, I don't want to have something happen that ruins my kid's opportunity at a future. Right, right. Because of this. Uh, because, you know, let's say we get sued and found liable or whatever. I get found liable. Right. And now, all of a sudden, we're stuck paying huge money. And my kids lose their opportunities that they are potentially going to have. Right. Because... We have saved pretty decently, you know. Yeah, we do just fine. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing was uh, the the travel schedule is ridiculous. Yeah. And um, I just, <laughs> I was sick of the early mornings. and the Yeah, late you're nights. not a morning person. No, not at all. And um, some of the other things that we had to do, you know, I, I just... The fun, the, all of it, all of it. Right. Now, one thing I will miss, and this is, it was accentuated yet, or exclamation pointed yesterday, whatever. I had a student talk to me. The reason why I know that we were, we were out there two years ago is because I had a student from that trip said, Mr. Root, I had Snapchat memories come up today that said, we were in, we were in Gettysburg yesterday, or, mm -hmm. uh, two, or today, two years ago. It's, I'm going to miss those conversations well, yeah. and those connections because there's a lot of people that, when they're not sure what to say to me, they bring up the trip. Well, and it's it's funny because I mean, think of all the information you're getting, you've you learn or experience on that trip. It's like drinking from a fire hose. Mm -hmm. But the sh stories you share, yeah, that's where you were. But it's it's the it's interpersonal stuff. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. That's what makes that trip so great. Oh it's, yeah, it's not the it's, it's not the history. Yeah, like yeah. I can teach the history. Yeah, and I've I have taught the history. It's the experience of being together, getting to know one another, and uh, learning, and then this learning the soft skills. Yeah. You know. Um, well, that's just it, because you're going to come home and remember when Bobby sang that karaoke song on the bus, you know, ha, ha, yeah. like that's, that's the stuff that you miss. Remember when they all got sick and... <laughs> You I know, mean, it's funny now, not funny then. Right. Remember when Sierra, you know, the one kid puked on her birthday on the bus? <laughs> yeah, that was not a great way to start the trip after yeah. we had all those. Yeah, that was, you know. Uh, do you remember the time that What's-Her-Name walked into the pool? You mean this picture of her? <laughs> right. Yeah, you know. Right. Um, all true stories. Yeah. You know, uh, the, 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 do you remember the time that we thought we saw the ghosts and devils then? Yeah. Yeah, or the, the, the cameras went, like, dead? Yep. But but I also think about that in just the personal sense is that's kind of what raising kids is are, is like too. I mean, in right. twenty years, we're like, <laughs> remember you remember when Landon crashed his bike and we thought he broke his arm? Like, ha, oh yeah, ha, no, I know, you know, right? But that exactly, and so that's the thing is like, so for the nine groups that I took, or yeah, for the nine groups that I took, I've got that memory, and they'll come back and we'll talk about that. But now. Last year's group didn't go at all because yeah. it got canceled altogether. We had to pull the plug. Didn't have a choice. We tried. Tried to go in July, and it still wasn't It still wasn't there. Um, and 
starting with last year's group, I don't have that to be the connection. Right. You know, and, and how many times at conferences, you know, if it was getting awkward, I'd start talking about, okay, hey, so, you know, trip's coming up. Right. You know, and I don't talk about it anymore, uh, which is awkward and it's weird. Yeah. Um, and so I won't have that connection uh, with a lot of these groups. So, yeah. you know, that was the biggest, and honestly, I hate to say it, that was the biggest factor that was saying, do you really want to get rid of this? Do you really want to give up that? Well, because that's a huge thing. Yeah, and, and maybe the, but maybe the opportunity to go just as a chaperone in general will help um, water that plant. You know what I mean? I mean, help mitigate some of that where you don't have all the responsibility. You're still value add and you still get those opportunities. It's just that you don't have to coordinate the whole darn thing. Well, and that was a lot of what happened is we were we were quickly moving towards a, a situation where there was going to be multiple teachers working on this, and there's going to be three of us, I think, that we're going to start working together on it, and it was going to be go a good situation that way. Um, and then the one left the district, and the other one we hadn't get brought on board just yet. We were going to try it once with the two of us. The next year, we were going to try to get them on, and it was going to be a good situation, and then the one teacher left the district and, and that blew that plan all, all the heck. Mm -hmm. And then all the other stuff. And, and so people are like, well, it was because of COVID I said, no, my decision was made before COVID really hurt us. Yeah. Um, yep. my decision was made as soon as uh, with, because of some other things, um, you know, COVID didn't help like that. That wasn't something where I'm like, Oh yeah, let's come back because then it became, well, what do you do? What are you doing with all that? That raffle money. Well, I don't know. I'm what keeping to do. it and I'm building a house. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they, they, like, well, we don't think the company should get it. The company doesn't get it. It's yeah, in yeah. an account. Yeah. And and it's actually Jen Waddell who came up with a really good. No, it wasn't Jen. Um, it doesn't matter who it was. But there was somebody who came up with a really good idea that said, you know, what if we gave it back to those kids as a scholarship when they graduated? You know what? That's a good point. Yep. So we, we that's essentially what we did. Um, those that didn't want to do that, those that didn't care, those that you know, or didn't, you know, whatever, they raised the money, but they didn't, you know, whatever. That money stayed with the Lions Club to establish a scholarship fund mm -hmm. to hopefully send kids in the future uh, on future trips. But um, so we'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. But uh, anyway, Lisa, it's been a good talk. Yeah, I feel like there's some more stuff we need to hit on, though, and I, now I don't. Well, tell you what, we can come back in a week if we want, and uh, we can do some more talking. It's been kind of fun to do this again. Um, yeah, it's been okay. Oh, well, I've Except for when you started talking about Mo, and then I got emotional again. So I, I told you I didn't want to talk about that. I know, and I didn't want to talk too much about it, but I did need to address the fact that it had come to an end. Okay, well. But anyway, Riley had some lines with all that, and she's had some lines, and they still talk about her because she's in a box in the on a shelf. Yeah, Landon, every once in a while, he kind of chews me out because he basically said that, I killed her basically when I took her to the vet, which like that, that part doesn't bother me because I, I didn't, I know that wasn't right. the case, but he just, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't understand how to express that or, or how to, I don't know how the, what the proper way to express that is, but oh, he doesn't understand he, what the, I don't think he understands what most situation was. Well, and that's, that's what I talked through him with was, you know, do you want him do you want your dog to be hurting and basically starve to death because she had stopped eating? I mean, right. I was feeding her 
table food. Right. And uh, no, I mean, and he he knew he's just he was just he was, he was just sad. He was sad. Yeah. Yep. Um, and one more reason why I don't want to go through all that again. Well, it it is tough without a doubt, but in my opinion, it's worth it. And that's great for me. It did. Mm, mm. Well, good. You were allowed to have an opinion, and it was wrong, and so we'll move on. Yeah, we're not getting another dog. Lisa, we'll come back. <laughs> Fast forward to next month's edition. We have a new puppy in the house. <laughs> That's me. Oh, Riley's Riley, going to be the puppy. Riley likes to pretend she's a puppy, which is fine. She goes bark, 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 and then she she doesn't pee on the floor, which is good. No, but it, you know what? My, my One of my three friends... Um, had recently got a puppy, I think in January, February of 19. A- anyways. Oh, Denise? Yeah, no. Yeah, they got, they got her in 2020. Her name is Rue, and we've... After Rue McClanahan? Kind of, yeah, that was part of it. Okay. Uh, the Golden Girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's a little... Um, what is she? She's a Cavapoo, so a non-shedder. Tons of energy, and we've spent plenty of time with Rue, and... So, um, see, that's the kind of dog friendly we can adopted. Have. Yes, that's the kind of that's no, no. a cavapoo. Yeah, I know, I got it. That's the kind of dog you can have. Somebody else's dog that you can play with, but it stays with them. And then you know they go out of town. They need someone to watch it, so they come and the dog comes and stays with you for a day or two. Yeah, and then I don't give the dog back, and then I no. might as well just get my own. No, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. You can have somebody else's dog to be a friend, but so here's, that's it. Here's, You're just visiting. Here's my argument. You're just One of visiting. my arguments for a dog is, you know, you spend a lot of time on the road in the fall and winter. And I'm not saying I would rather be sitting right next to you on the couch because we both know that's not true. This has nothing to do with how much time I spend on the road. It does, too. It really does um, because you've got the kids. I do. I do. But and you would, you, all you do is yell at me when I'm home. We're not getting another dog. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Riley. We we are not. She knows. So you're trying to tell me that I'm gone, so you need to have a companion. No, I get to. You get to have a companion. No, we are getting another. We are not getting another dog. (laughs) And with that, we're going to wrap this thing up because I am not losing. No, because I am not going to be accosted by a (laughs) six-year-old and a whatever you are old. Yep. And I'm 35. Thank you very much. Yeah, not for very long. Yeah, I know. What, two days? Yes. Yeah, well, all right. Anyway, it's been good. Have a good one, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. I thought you was a toodaloo or something like that. I used to say deuces, but does it matter? Goodbye. I said good day. <laughs>